Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Maeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to take a stroll down the avenue, a number of avenues, in fact. We'll also celebrate the vernal equinox and the birthdays of Paul Specht and Mort Dixon. The first line of the song Me and My Shadow begins with Me and My Shadow strolling down the avenue. But it doesn't say which avenue. Perhaps it's one of the following avenues. good to me Say any time in the evening If you're feeling kind of blue You're invited to a bit of heaven On Blue Sky Avenue Once again, we live and 
laugh and love through the last. I dream the past, and though it won't come true, in memory you stroll with me along Dream Benny Washington's Six Aces with Compton Avenue Blues. There's a city right here in Southern California, just southeast of LAX, named Compton, and one of the main streets running through it is Compton Avenue. 
But this Compton Avenue blues refers not to the one in California, but to Compton Avenue in St. Louis, Missouri, where that recording was made by an OK Field unit on November 4, 1925. Drummer Benny Washington's band was popular in St. Louis from the mid to late 1920s and played aboard the steamship St. Paul for five seasons. The St. Paul was originally built in 1883 for the St. Louis and St. Paul Packet Company. She was rebuilt a couple of times before being bought in 1911 by Streckfist Steamers Incorporated, who rebuilt her again in 1917 as an excursion boat on the Mississippi in the St. Louis area. She was rebuilt again in 1939 in Paducah, Kentucky. Paducah! Yes, Paducah. And renamed the Senator. She was taken out of service in 1942 and abandoned in 1953. Streckfist Steamers operated through 1978. Compton Avenue Blues was written by guitarist Lonnie Johnson and was the only side recorded by Benny Washington's Six Aces, which is too bad because you heard nice solos there by trombonist Harvey Lankford, trumpeter Andrew Big Babe Webb, and pianist John Arnold. Cognoscenti that you are, you recognize the opening few bars of that recording as the overture to Franz von Suppe's operetta, Poet and Peasant and know that the composer's full name is Francesco Ezequiel Hermenegildo Cavalieri Supe de Melli. Before Compton Avenue, we were on Dream Avenue. That was Jack Denny and his Mount Royal Orchestra on Brunswick 4788 from May 10, 1930. The vocalist was Scrappy Lambert, and Dream Avenue was written by Pete Wendling, Jack Meskill, and Harry Richman. We started out on Blue Sky Avenue with Ted Weems and his orchestra and vocalist Red Engel on Royal Blue Columbia 2957D, recorded in Chicago on September 15, 1934. Blue Sky Avenue was written by Con Conrad and Herb Magidson and is from the Universal Picture Gift of Gab. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. Last week, March 20th, marked the birth in 1892 in New York City of Morton Harold Dixon, better known as Mort Dixon. He and Lou Brown were classmates at DeWitt Clinton High School, class of not nine. Dixon served three years in the Army during World War I, achieving the rank of corporal, and following the war, he directed the Army Expeditionary Forces show Whizbangs, which toured France. When he returned to the U.S., he began his musical career as a vaudeville star, and on September 26, 1923, married Ada M. Jettelson in Manhattan. They had two daughters, Estelle and Yvonne. 1923 was a good year for Dixon in another way when his first published song, That Old Gang of Mine, became a hit, and the following year he became a member of ASCAP. He contributed to a number of Broadway scores, including The Laugh Parade, Sweet and Low, and Crazy Quilt, as well as almost 20 films. He collaborated with composers including Billy Rose, Ray Henderson, Harry Warren, Harry M. Woods, and Ali Rubel. Mort Dixon died on March 23, 1956, in Bronxville, New York, of an apparent suicide. His catalog includes hits such as Bye Bye Blackbird, You're My Everything, I Found a Million Dollar Baby in a Five and Ten Cent Store, and these...
rainbow on, I'm way beyond control. Cause a doggone thing, you know, it's a wedding ring, say. Ain't I the lucky old soul? Why, there's a ring around my rainbow, and in reference to a little flat. Why, there's one we saw with a hardwood floor, and there's a deposit on that, yes, sir. In the morning, folks, in the morning, come on, wear your Sunday suits and frocks. You can wish us, yes, you all can wish us. A little boy blue and a Goldilocks all ring around my rainbow. So along my way I roll, so long, cause I'm hand in glove with the one I love. Ain't I the lucky old soul? I'm happy, yes, sir. Oh, 
one crooner, two guitars. The crooner, and I presume one of the guitars, was the crooning troubadour, Nick Lucas. Unfortunately, I don't know who played the second guitar on that January 26, 1927 Brunswick 78, but I do know that Harry Woods wrote the music and Mort Dixon the words. Before that, it was our old friend Ted Lewis and one of Tin Pan Alley's attempts at optimism in the midst of the Great Depression, There's a Ring Around My Rainbow. Harry Link wrote the music to that one, recorded by Columbia on January 31, 1933. We begin our tribute to Mort Dixon with the Royal Troubadours on Jeanette 3281 and I'm in love with you, that's why, recorded March 18, 1926. The vocal duo was the Tremaine Brothers, who made more than two dozen sides for Jeanette between 1924 and 26. I couldn't find anything at all about the Tremaine Brothers, but I don't think there's any connection to bandleader Paul Tremaine or his father, Robert C. Tremaine but it remains for me to keep researching. In the first segment of the show, we strolled down some avenues, and I'm sure more than one of you noticed that not a single one of those avenues was in New York City. Actually, I planned it that way. New York has lots of famous avenues, and here are just a few of them.
lady from Fifth Avenue Was the talk of the gay Riviera And they'd all walk a mile for that glamorous smile Of the lady from Fifth Avenue She had bankers and brokers galore For there wasn't a girl who was fairer Every human in pants tried to start a romance With the lady from Fifth Avenue One sunny day she sailed away to the USA After we kissed, I couldn't resist her loving and laughter, so I followed after the lady from Fifth Avenue. It was in a cafe that I found her, with the ritziest there, serving hamburgers. There was the lady from Fifth Avenue. We started and ended our musical stroll around New York on Lenox Avenue. We had the good fortune last year to actually stroll on Park Avenue and Fifth Avenue, 
but unfortunately we didn't make it to Lenox Avenue. Anyway, Fats Waller got things going on the organ in the former Trinity Church in Camden, New Jersey with his own composition, Lenox Avenue Blues, originally titled Church Organ Blues. It was four takes in that November 17, 1926 session before everybody was satisfied. We ended with a Lenox Avenue shuffle, with trumpeter James Bubber Miley and accordionist Arthur Ray billing themselves as the Texas Blues Destroyers on that October 2, 1924 Perfect 78. In between the Lenox Avenues, Paul Whiteman and his concert orchestra took us on a Park Avenue Fantasy on September 11, 1934. Park Avenue Fantasy was written by Frank Signorelli and Maddie Melnick and was followed by The Lady from Fifth Avenue. We don't play much Woody Herman on the show, but there he was, not only leading the band, but providing the vocal on that August 10, 1937, Decca 78. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. And we're on iTunes as a podcast and part of the Global Community Radio Network. Last week on March 20th, the Vernal Equinox took place at 4.15 p.m. GMT, meaning it's now spring. Well, here in the Northern Hemisphere, anyway. So now that it's spring, we're going to play some melodies about spring beginning with Melody in Spring.
Somehow I feel so romantic Somehow I'm under a spell Now there's a reason And that reason Isn't hard to tell When the robin sings And he leaves his nest And he's all dolled up in his new The bluebells bloom for the buzzing bees, and an airedale wings at a peak in the balmy skies and a far off look in the milkman's eyes mm -hmm. oh spring is here again when an auto looks for a place to park on a lonely road where it's good and dark a certain book and it doesn't teach you the way to cook oh oh thing is here again why are you tired in the afternoon and why do Underneath the moon When you see a nurse And a handsome cop Takes her by the arm Makes the traffic stop Thank you.
even though I think technically it's a stride piano piece, we hear that tune quite a lot at the various ragtime festivals, and it's a favorite of our friend Max Keenly's side. Echo, or Echoes of Spring, written by Willie the Lion Smith, whose January 10, 1939 recording on the Commodore label we just heard. Before that, Marian Harris, recording in London for Columbia on June 2, 1932, and Spring is Here. Spring is Here was written by Archie Gottler and Gladys Dubois. Lou Stone and his band started things off with Melody in Spring, with the vocal by Al Boley on April 24, 1934. Harold Thompson wrote the lyric and Louis Gensler the tune. Last week, March 24th, marked the birth in 1895 in Sinking Springs, Pennsylvania, of Paul Specht. He came from a musical family. His father was a band leader and church organist and was quite well known in eastern Pennsylvania. And another relative was a bugler for General George Custer. Paul received formal musical training studying violin, piano, and music theory, and he was a member of the Philadelphia Symphony Orchestra. In 1914, he formed his own group called Specht's Society Serenaders, which played at the Fowler Hotel in Lafayette, Indiana, and also traveled to Illinois, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Michigan, and New York. In September of 1920, Specht's orchestra became the first full dance band to be on the radio when they were broadcast over WWJ in Detroit. The band's first recording was made in 1922, and the full band made about 200 sides for Columbia, with another 70 sides by the band within a band known as the Georgians. In 1924, the band toured Europe, and that same year, Specht formed Consolidated Booking Exchange. He also wrote a number of songs, including Moonlight on the Ganges and Who Takes Care of the Caretaker's Daughter. He made his last recordings in 1932 and turned most of his attention to the booking business, although he did lead a band during the 1939 New York World's Fair. Paul Specht died in New York on April 11, 1954. Here's Paul Specht.
got a roll as a whopper. I keep money in the dolls and bangs. Will I spend it, baby? Yes, sir. I don't mean maybe Wolfie. Forget that hard times with us. Hang your stocking on my Christmas tree. Show no because I'm Sandy you have the Paul Specht Orchestra with three different vocalists. We started off with Harold Salyers, better known as Red, with Bye Bye Baby from Columbia 258D, Wax November 29, 1924. Bye Bye Baby was written by Otto Matson and Marty Bloom. Almost a year later, on October 29, 1925, Johnny Morris was with the Specht Band, singing the Buddy De Silva and Lou Brown lyric to Con Conrad's tune, Whoopee. And finally, Louis James was knee-deep in daisies on September 16, 1925. I'm knee-deep in daisies was composed by Larry Shea and Paul Ash with the words by George A. Little and Joe Goodwin. 
I'm Glenn Robison, and you've been listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>